Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. Today, we're speaking to a woman who emailed us. Oh, yeah. And the subject line read, I'm a little person. Yes, Joe, not a midget. Right. <laughs> Direct let me, let me call just, out. Like, yeah. let, me, let me just preface the situation here because it's not like I was like, it's <laughs> from that line it sounds like i was like ah fucking midgets that wasn't that wasn't the case on my other podcast uh, the basement I mean, yard debatable it's not debatable so on my other podcast the basement yard i think i don't know how it came up but i said the word midgets and then someone one of the producers was like hey that's not you know the right term or i might have even asked uh asked uh if it was and they were like no it's a little person so i was kind of talking about it where it was just like a quick conversation where i was kind of like if I was a little person, I don't think I would want to be called a little person. To me, that feels kind of emasculating, in my opinion. Obviously, I don't live that life, so it's not my place to say. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. The reason why I was saying it. Uh, and then the other one, they said you can use the word dwarf, but that just felt very Lord of the Ringsy to me. So I didn't want to I don't know if you're helping your case. I'm really not. Like I'm like I'm not even trying to be funny either. Like I'm really like this is like my actual opinion. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not trying to like obviously obviously I have nothing against little people or, or whatever. No, no. But the Sparknotes version of this is you said midget on a podcast and yeah, a little and person she, called you the fuck out. Yeah, she, yeah, she did. She and did. now we're gonna call her up. <laughs> we're gonna call her up and uh kind of talk to her <laughs> and find out more so that I don't sound like an idiot from this day forward this will be a learning experience it definitely for all be. of us so her email read uh funny enough i was just listening to this week's episode of the basement yard and quite frankly joe it sounds like you might like to talk to me <laughs> on the episode you were talking about midgets midget tossing and whether or not midget is actually derogatory as the subject line of this email states i am a little person i am 27 years old and have a condition called achondroplasia which is one of the most common types of dwarfism I stand at four feet tall and have an average sized torso, but shorter arms and legs. No one else in my family is a little person, and surprisingly, I'm not adopted. I have a full-time job, am dating a tall dude, and have my own apartment. I'm not an expert on my condition and can't necessarily speak for the entire little people community, but I'd love to talk to you guys and share some tidbits and experiences about my life. I'm willing to answer any questions you may have about myself or little people in general. No need to hold back. I don't offend easily. I laugh at myself on the daily. I'd be miserable if I didn't. Love that. I think that's great. Never take yourself too seriously. Ever. No matter what. Uh, yeah, and I guess I do have like a lot of questions, I guess. Are you going to apologize to her first? I'm so, I can't wait. I'm not going to apologize until I hear... I'm going to explain myself and then... If I, if, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to apologize because yet I do want to hear before. I'm not just going to say sorry without hearing All the right. reasons why. Cause I want to, you know, you want to learn. I don't, I just want to blindly say sorry. Cause that sounds like I don't mean it. Uh, all right. So let's give her a call. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Greg and I'm Good. here with Joe who likes to use the M word. Obviously. Oh my God. Already. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, how are you doing? Good. Um, so yeah, uh, like you said in your email, like I I use the word midget. I don't really remember how the conversation started. I think someone who was like one of the producers of the show was like, "That's not the right term to use." <laughs> and then 
I was just explaining it before we, we called you how I felt like, of course, this is not my place to say because I don't have dwarfism or anything like that. So I, I, I was like, I feel like a little person kind of feels emasculating in a way. So do you, do you feel like that is definitely the proper term and that's the only one that's, you know, politically correct or is there other ones that you can use? And why is midget um, necessarily like a derogatory term? Okay, that's a good question. Um, no, little person is definitely the most widely acceptable term, I think, in the community. Um, a lot of little people will also agree that the term dwarf is okay as well. Um, and midget is, I think, the reason why a lot of us would agree that midget is derogatory is it kind of implies that we're like just a fraction of a person like we're not a whole person um so and i don't know really i think back in the day like early on it used to be more acceptable um but yeah i mean today it's kind of faded out and it's uh deemed as derogatory was that just like the the term that everyone would use if they were sort of making fun of you or something like that Exactly. Um, it's kind of, I mean, a lot of us in the little people community will equate it to like the N word, using the N word for a black person or like the F word for a gay person. And right off the bat, we like know that those words are off limits. But I think due to like lack of exposure to little people in the little people community, people just don't really know that midget is derogatory. Right. Okay. Well, sorry for using that term then. <laughs> I, I, I was not <laughs> like. I mean, I kind of, I guess, knew in the back of my head that it was, it wasn't the right one to say, but I didn't know that it was necessarily derogatory. Right, you and know? I think that's the case with a lot of people. I mean, that's why I don't, I don't really get offended when people use that word, like especially like if they don't know me personally or if they don't know a little person personally. I I understand that it's legit, just a lack of exposure and a lack of understanding right so on the show we've we've spoken to a lot of people who have certain fetishes or lifestyles or a, a lot of times you know whatever their thing may be the show is the first time that they've really spoken about it or their family and friends don't know and it's something that they're able to kind of keep behind closed doors for now but when you're talking about dwarfism this is something that uh, you, I mean, there, there's no hiding. This is obviously <laughs> right. your, your life uh, every day. And I think clearly, you know, no one can really argue that there's obviously a lot of misconceptions about this, that, um, right. you know, people probably do see you on the street and have, you know, initial thoughts uh, and things like that. So the the first thing that I wanted to go into is kind of the practical misconceptions. I feel like people are probably curious about a lot of mundane things like driving a car or carrying things right. or like using an ATM right. machine or like the credit card scanner at a checkout line. Um, Absolutely. How much, I mean, how much of that is true? How much are, you know, issues that you don't really face that people may think that you do? Right. Um, I think the biggest misconception about little people is that um, there's a, like there might be a lot of things that are off limits to us that like 
you know, we can't reach car pedals, so I guess we can't drive, um, which is not the case. I mean, I drive a Jeep Patriot. I use um, extension pedals, um, and just with the seat adjustments, I can move myself closer to the wheel. Um, and there's like there's been times when people will kind of call me inspirational or like be like, oh my god, that's so cool! Like you drive, that's awesome! Like. It's not really I was, awesome. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's something I literally wrote down here. I called it because I was reading um, some articles on it or written articles written by little people. And I wrote yeah. down like the hero effect where you probably just exactly. want to be viewed as normal living your everyday life. But people just kind of associate even the simplest tasks with like, you know, you're inspirational. You're a hero. It's like it's amazing what you're doing. Right. It's, you know, everything becomes a compliment right. when you're just living your life. Yeah, that that does get a little annoying sometimes. And, you know, there will even be times where I'm at the grocery store and, <laughs> like, someone will come up to me and be like, oh, God bless you. Or, like, you know, you're, like, just kind of praise me out of nowhere <laughs> just for being at the grocery store. Like, am I supposed to, you know, be locked up in my apartment and never leave the house? Like, it's just, it's it's interesting, like, the way that people kind of view um myself and maybe other people with physical disabilities. Um, but yeah, I mean, I literally do everything that you guys do. Um, as far as you mentioned, like a credit card scanner and stuff like that. Like, I mean, there's, you know, they, it can tilt and it goes lower or if there's something I absolutely cannot reach. I mean, there's like hundreds of people at the grocery store at all times. So, you know, I just ask for help. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's like it is sort of a world built for other people, you know, like, yeah, right. It's like, what are some of the biggest struggles that you've had? Um, like as far as like physically, like not being able to reach something or like, um, is that what you mean? Yeah, or? I guess still on like the, just kind of like the practical side of things, just like yeah. the, the everyday life scenarios. Um, let's see, that's a good question. Um, well, like there's, you know, like there's certain things that, you know, maybe if you're going out in a group of people and like, um, they're like, oh, let's go do go-karts. Like, well, I can't really reach the pedals on that. <laughs> like, and I don't think they really make go-kart extension pedals or like uh, p- paddle boats. I can't like do something like that. Or, there's just like little things like that people won't think twice about. That's kind of like, eh, well, that's going to be a little bit hard for me. Right. I feel like I'm still like thinking of how weird it is that people come up to you like, Good job. Like when you're at the supermarket, like get the fuck out of I'm shopping. Yeah. Can you just get out yeah, of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like people will like, it, there's another weird phenomenon where people like will come up to me and go out of their way to tell me that I'm beautiful or something. And <laughs> I don't know if they are just surprised by the fact that I don't look like a troll or like, <laughs> um, <laughs> or if they feel like they're doing me a, you know, service by trying to boost my confidence or That's- something by... You know, like, I don't, I don't know what that is, but it's it's odd. <laughs> that's what I think. So, that's what I think it is. I think people are like, oh, they need this. Like, let me go make their day. Right. Like, like, like there's some fucking right. hero. Because I've, 
I've talked to some transgender people that that happens too as well, where people come up to him like, I just want to let you know you are beautiful. Like you are just, and they're like, what the fuck are you? Like, you know what I mean? Like how weird is that? Like, like you would go up to anyone right. else and do that. Like, why are you doing that? It's, it's just like a weird. But even that's like, I think sometimes the compliment is like, you're beautiful. Good for you for like, you know, making this choice, this lifestyle choice, doing what you want without, you know, being deterred by what everyone says. But yeah. you know, someone like you, like it's not a choice that you made. You're just right. a person doing the same things as everyone else. Like I got to eat. I got to buy groceries. You know, <laughs> I'm not should, just should I just lay down and die it. and not food <laughs> shop? Is that the <laughs> right. alternative? Here? Uh, you also mentioned in the email that you were the only little person in your family. Everyone else is taller than you and no one else suffers from dwarfism. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually a lot of people are surprised to hear that most people with dwarfism are born to average sized parents, like biologically. Um, in fact, I think like the percentage is like 80% of all little people have average sized parents. Wow. Um, yeah. And that's actually due to just a spontaneous mutation of a particular gene. Um, that um, results in the cartilage, particularly in, like, the arms and legs, not fully forming into bone, like, when you're in the womb. I think that's how it works. Um, but, yeah, and it's, I think the percentage is, like, one in every 10,000 people have dwarfism. Um, and then I have achondroplasia, which is um, the most common type of dwarfism. Um, and that's characterized mostly by, um, I have an average size torso, but disproportionately shorter arms and legs. Um, so. And what is that at, like, <laughs> as opposed to what other type of dwarfism? I feel like that's something a lot of people um, wouldn't know. Oh either. gosh. Yeah. There's, there's over 200 different types of dwarfism. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's different characteristics of different types. Like there's some who have like a shorter torso and like longer arms and legs. Um, there's some who are more proportionate with their torso and arms and legs, but they're just literally smaller. They're shorter. Um, there's like primordial dwarfism, which is a really rare kind. And though, like those people are really tiny. Um, and like, they literally look like children almost. And mm -hmm. a lot of the times they don't live past the age of 30, um, so that's a more rare, um, oh, wow. significant type. Yeah. Are there any, um, like potential medical issues that come with, uh, achondroplasia? Yeah. Um, like, so like I said, so we have shorter arms and legs. Um, and then a lot of times like our legs are bowed. So like they kind of curve outward. Um, so depending on like the severity of that, um, certain people need like, leg surgeries and stuff like that. Um, but then we also, another big characteristic of achondroplasia is that we have um, a certain curvature of our spine called lordosis. Um, so again, depending on the severity of that, um, it might impact the spinal cord or something. So there are surgeries sometimes needed for that. But I've been very fortunate where I haven't needed any major surgeries or anything. That's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. You also said that you're you're dating someone who is <coughs> much taller than you. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I'm sick as hell. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting too because I think that's another thing that people would say like, oh, no one like they like there's something about a dwarf's love life where they would say like, oh no, that 
they only are like date each other for the most part or whatever. But in your case, mm-hmm. you you know you're dating someone who is not a dwarf or not a little person. Right, right. How did that come about? Um. Well, uh, he and I met. We work at the same place, so we um, met at work. Um, and it just kind of went from there as any normal relationship would blossom, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've never actually, I've never dated a little person. Um, and there's a few reasons for that. I mean, for one thing, um, it's really hard to meet other little people. Um, like we're not just, you know, walking around everywhere. Um, so like, so (laughs) Um, to meet other little people, you kind of have to really become involved in the little people community and go to the conventions and all of that. And um, a lot of the times, you know, the person that you're dating will live in another state, and um, it's just really inconvenient. And then, um, and then so that so then you kind of want to like try and find one ones who are lo- more local, but that kind of like lowers the selection that you have and it's just I don't, i've never really kind of dove deep into little people dating so do do you think people assume that there's a fetish involved when they see you with your average size boyfriend oh yeah <laughs> i mean even uh, my boyfriend said when he told his roommate that he was dating a little person he like was kind of joking with him like oh you have a fetish or something yeah um yeah but in that definitely exists too i mean i've been on you know i've been on tinder and like dating websites and stuff so i've come across a bunch of interesting people on there um so that's definitely a thing um but i mean yeah. it's just you you kind of um as a little person i've kind of like learned to figure out who's in it for you know just the who's dating me for the way my body looks and who's actually legitimately interested no of course and you know i think if we're being honest it's unfortunate but i'm sure what a lot of people think if they see you or any little person is like sex just like those alarms go off in their head of like does this person have sex how do they have sex does sex even work oh yeah like, and then right. there's like the weird people who are like what if i had sex with her like <laughs> could right. you know i think like we're gonna handle have, that and we're gonna have someone with a with a little person fetish on the show at some point. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Right after this episode drops. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get emails. <laughs> um, but is that is that yeah, something I that mean, you've encountered? Oh, yeah. I mean, I get, like, you know, when I was, again, when I was on Tinder, like, I'd get, you know, a lot of messages like, oh, I bet my dick would look really big in your hands or something. That's, or, like, yeah, that's um, not cool. That's what dudes with small like, dicks just, would know. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those guys have no. small dicks. Who have said that. Or people who have just been like, you know, I've always wanted to fuck a little person, or you know, just kind of like, you know, people have their fuck it lists and they yeah. want to cross me off. So, yeah, no, but I mean, it's. I mean, is there anything you want to clear up there that, like, I'm going to assume that sex is sex, and it's not like any type right. of sex is normal anyway. But right, I would just assume that everything's the same like uh, yeah i don't know why No, it it legitimately is and especially since um like i said i have a average size torso so when i'm laying down next to someone you know we see eye to eye um there's really no differences um i guess in my reproductive organs like that's all All the same size um so yeah i mean it's it's literally the same um 
I mean, if anything, you know, there's more things I can do that maybe other people can't, and maybe there's some things that, that I can't do. That is a very interesting can. point. That actually. is. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 like, yeah. just like, you know what? He's just kind of blown away by that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> at what age did you kind of figure out, like, okay, I am smaller than most people? Was it early um, on, or did it, like, you know? Yeah, no, it was, it was early on because as a child, I got made fun of a lot just by other kids. Um, you know, from kindergarten to second grade, I took the bus to school. So from that hour that you're on the bus, there's not a whole lot of supervision, or, you know. So um, Real quick before you start, th- this must be, this yeah. is probably like a really dumb question, but because okay. I don't know the answer to it, I'm asking like seriously, does your body when you're younger grow at a slower rate than most kids or does it grow the same rate and then just stop at one point like were you always you were always smaller than everyone else yeah it grows at a slower rate um so like when i was you know like when i was 10 i was like the size of like i don't know a three or four year old or you know like i don't know so it's definitely a lot slower and it's more it's obvious no matter what age okay yeah So, so um yeah, uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 I was going to say, so you said that uh, growing up, a lot of kids made fun of you. Right, correct. Um, so even even when they would make fun of me, I kind of, you know, was like, yeah, okay, like I'm a little bit, you know, shorter than everyone, like who cares, whatever, they're just being jerks. Um, but it didn't really click in my head that, you know, because like when you're a kid, you kind of, you know, generalize like, adults are tall and kids are small like yeah um so i still kind of had that idea that i'm still gonna like grow up to be like you know average height when i was an adult um so i specifically remember um i went to uh, a regional little people conference with my with my parents when i was a kid and i remember seeing a bunch of just you know adult little people just walking around and I had like a moment in my head. I'm like, is that what I'm going to look like when I grow up? Like, and I was just kind of shocked by that. It, it didn't really click until that moment. Right. If all you know is like your parents or family members or friends who are average right. height, do you, you probably just assume that's what adults look like and that's what you'll look like, right? Exactly. Wow. That's exactly. interesting. So what was your kind of reaction to that when you first like kind of realized like, okay, I have this um, thing. It kind of freaked me out, not going to lie. Um, like, I mean, I'm, I'll be the first to admit that little people were funny looking. Like, we look different. We look funny. Um, so it just, it was, and especially since that was, like, my first time seeing an adult little person and seeing, like, an adult face on, like, a child-sized body. Like, that, you know, first that, that image just kind of takes you back as a child. Um, so... Yeah, it was, I was a little freaked out, you know, um, but, you know, as I grew up, I obviously came to terms with it, and here I am. <laughs> so, how, yeah, how do you really come to terms with that reality? Like, how do you go from that moment of seeing that the first time, and I assume there's a lot of just fear, like, almost fear of the inevitable, like, oh, even if this is something right. I don't want, I can't change this, and that's obviously really scary. Uh, so how right. do you kind of get past that and just, you know, ac- accept reality and, you know, be, be happy? Um, honestly, just by living my life. Um, <laughs> I don't, it, 
I don't know. Yeah, just by kind of living life as normal. Um, growing up, um, so like I said, I was at like that little people convention that one time. But um, my parents would ask me if you know I was interested in becoming involved with you know more conventions and stuff, and I never really was. I wasn't interested in surrounding myself um, with other little people when I was younger, um, just because it just it made me a little uncomfortable in that it just reminded me of how different I was like being around you know my average height friends and you know my family and all that you know I just I felt like you know normal like I felt regular I felt like there was nothing you know this is my life but then like when you are surrounded you're surrounded by a bunch of little people you're like wow I really am different this is how people see me I look really different Mm. so that was something growing up that I was never really interested in and I didn't show an interest in that until I got a little bit older and you know I became a little bit more sure of myself and a little bit more confident and just kind of obviously accepted you know this is my life nothing's going to change and might as well make connections with other people who have similar experiences. Was it ever difficult or did you ever have a sort of why me moment just because like like you said it really is just spontaneous it's biology it's totally out of everyone's control yeah no certainly um i think it definitely made things a lot harder growing up i mean it affected my self-confidence um growing up and um there's like a lot of things where i would just think oh it'd just be so much easier if i was just you know taller or like whatever like um and even like when i had crushes you know on boys you know growing up in school it's like they won't even look my way because like i look like this so yeah, no, I definitely um, had a lot of those whiny moments, but, you know, it's just, after a while, after I, you know, got older, it's just kind of, I kind of learned to use it to my advantage, I guess, just because, you know, people are going to look at me anyway, so might as well make it worth their while, might as well, you know, kind of share some positivity, <laughs> so... Yeah, you seem to like own it too. In the in the email, you were saying like, you know, I'm not easily offended. Like, ask whatever you want. It's you know, and I think that's right, exactly. You know, for anything really, is when people have these insecurities, especially growing up when you're younger. If you know, you have some deformity, or you have something, or I don't even know, or you have acne or something. Like, if you just kind of own okay. it, I feel like that is the ultimate. You know. You, you, if you if you can own it, then no one can make fun of you for it because it's like it doesn't bother you. You just own it, which you seem to have done over the years. And it's kind of like, you know what? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's the best way to go about it, especially from a younger age. Right. I completely agree. And it took me a while to learn that. <laughs> um, I didn't master that right off the bat. But, um, I mean, you just you got to act like, you know, even if something bothers you, if the stares bother you, you just got to act like it doesn't. And, I mean, people are going to stop staring after a while. So, Yeah. Is there anything that we haven't asked that you'd like to discuss or any other experiences that you've had or, you know, kind of those misconceptions or stereotypes that you want to tackle? Um, I, you guys have touched on a lot. Um, it's just, it's kind of like... Anywhere I go, I'm going to get stares. And it's kind of, you know, it's something that I've learned. I've totally gotten used to. And I don't, I barely even notice it anymore. And it's kind of funny. Um, you know, when I started dating my boyfriend, he, like, and we'd be out together. They're like, oh, my God, everyone's staring at us. And I'm like, 
oh, they are? Like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so it's kind of like anywhere I go, I can't really, you know, turn that off. Like, it's not like something I can, like, if there's a day that I just want to, you know, go out in my pajamas and, you know, kind of look like crap, I can't really go under the radar. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, and even, like, when I would, you know, back in my college days, party days, um, I would, when I'd be out at the bars, I'd get, like, a lot of pictures taken of me and um, just, you know, a lot of people wanting to take a picture with me or, you know, kind of like people making a spectacle of me, right. which, you know, like, when I'm at a bar and I'm drunk, I'm like, yeah, let's take pictures, honey, yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then when I'm sober and people are doing that, it gets kind of annoying. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> That's, I yeah. didn't even think of that, but yeah, I've, I've actually yeah. seen that happen in person. And also, right. that just reminded me, this might have been like a year or two ago, I was out at a bar um, just getting a drink with someone and we, what was it? Oh, I was with my girlfriend and we asked this guy to take a photo of us and he did. Mm -hmm. And then he was with, his friend was a little person and then the little person leaned over like, oh, and uh, you probably want to take a picture of me now, right? And I was like, no, like, I don't know who you are. Why would I want a picture of you? But I don't know. Maybe that's just one of those instances of just kind of like owning it or, you know, like we, right. we ended up talking to him and kind of like laughing and joking. Um, but yeah, right. that, was, that just reminded me of that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, people like kind of, I don't know, focus on that a little too much of like the picture taking part and like, or like kind of like, you know, you know, I'm dancing with someone at a bar or a club or something like, and they take a picture and they want to show all their friends like, Oh my God, I just met a midget at the bar. Or like, yeah. you know, like something like that. <laughs> and, um, there was actually like one experience when I was in college. Um, and I was single at the time. Um, and I hooked up with this guy and I don't know, at some point during that, he like secretly took a picture of me while I was like half naked or whatever. And, um, the picture kind of went around campus. Oh, and shit. after that, yeah, after that, and like the caption, he captioned it like literally just fucked a midget or something. Um, and then after that, like, it just be kind of came a thing around campus for people to like sneak a picture of me walking and like people would be like, oh, found her. Like, you know, like. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's yeah, like, that's fucked. yeah, that's some serious yeah. shit. And this was <laughs> yeah. in college? So, that was in college, yeah. Like wow. grown ass people. Yeah. I mean, uh, for I've anyone, that's you just... Know I've you never experienced any stuff like that. Like, not even, like, not happening to me, just, like, around me. I feel like I would freak out. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck is going... Like, are you kidding me? Like, I've never experienced any of that happening. I mean, you could ruin lives that way. That's, that's what that's I'm really saying. That's really no like, joke. I feel like I wouldn't let... Like, I feel like I don't let it happen without even talking about it. Like, because it, it has never happened to me, and I know I have, like, the shortest fuse for shit like that. That if it did, mm -hmm. I'd be like freaking out. I'd mm -hmm. be like, "Are you fucking cr like?" I would want to go beating people, like knocking on people's doors and shit. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Me? Like, that's right. Crazy. And people like pe a lot of people think that you know people have enough you know common sense in this world to like not do dumb shit like that, but they don't. <laughs> and no, that stuff does happen. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, got through that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. light work. <laughs> yeah, I did. And it, it was it was posted on like like a specific like app 
or whatever, like based on like, you know, call it like local college community could see it or whatever. So, you know, eventually I just deleted the app and I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time worrying about that because I'm, you know, I'm never going to get any sleep otherwise. Yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> this is going to sound like this, this is a real question. Oh boy. I don't know how to word okay. it, but it is real. No, go ahead. No, because I've seen this happen also where <laughs> Game of Thrones is, uh, it's back now Maybe and sure. people mm-hmm. always just mention, uh, Peter Dinklage, I think in that yeah. little person conversation, yeah. is that yeah. annoying? Do people do that to you? Or in all honesty, is his success something that like could be good for the community like just adding that sense of normality to it or you know you can be talented and successful and you know the same as everyone else yeah generally a lot of little people we really admire peter peter dinklage um because he's kind of just he hasn't settled he you know he's not someone who like takes roles as elves or leprechauns or whatever he only accepts serious roles where you know it's um, and yeah, he's a great guy. I think he's awesome. Um, and I definitely would like to see more, more, uh, little people, um, in mainstream media taking on serious roles like that. I think that would be totally great. Um, so yeah, I think we need more of him and <laughs> I like what he's doing. So. Yes, well, yeah. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but hopefully they don't kill him off I anytime don't. soon. You know, I've been wanting to get oh, into it. Oh, I liked you until right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like him a lot, so I've been wanting to get into it, but I just haven't really gotten myself to sit down and watch it. <laughs> you got it. It's a great show. And um, <laughs> the other obvious one is that it was like that TLC show. Uh, Little Big mm-hmm. World, I think, right? Little Big, uh, Little Big Family? Something like that. Little people, big world. Yes. Little people, big world. <laughs> Fuck. Was that something that you think was positive as well or exploitative? Or I don't yeah. know. I've never watched it. Um, well, okay. So I don't know if you guys... There's like a ton of little people shows like now, like on TLC and Lifetime and whatever. And I think Little People, Big World was like the first one or one of the first ones. Like that came out when I was like in high school. Um, and so I think that one is really great because it's definitely... It focuses on educating people um and it just shows like a family and how they live their lives and i think that's great but then there's other shows which i don't know if you guys are familiar with like uh what's it called like little women atlanta or little women of oh LA i have seen that. Like that it's like one of those yeah. like mom like, wife shows right yeah exactly and it's, so that's kind of like making a spectacle of little people kind of just um i don't know it's more just, you know, one of those, like, stupid... Like, I don't like those shows anyway with average-sized people. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they're like, terrible. And then, and then, like, make them little people, and it just becomes, like, an even bigger spectacle. So yeah, just, now, I'm yeah. not really a fan of that. Yeah, so. and you know someone sat down in some room and was like, okay, these shows are, like, people love drama <laughs> and stuff. Okay, now let's... Let's get all little people. Yeah, like, what do you I'm like, sure it wasn't little a little people. person who came up with that concept. Yeah, it's... Right, it's ridiculous. exactly. All right, everyone boycott that show. <laughs> don't watch it <laughs> watch Game of Thrones <laughs> alright yeah, well, uh, I get like that question a lot like people always ask me like oh do you watch Little People Be the World do you watch Little Women of LA and I'm like eh, eh. I mean I live it so I don't really need to watch it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, alright well thank you for uh, coming on and talking to us we really appreciate it and thanks yeah, for thank you so much for having me for clearing that up for me <laughs> so now I know Absolutely. moving forward 
So you guys are friends now? <laughs> yeah, we're There's cool. There's no more I hatred think, think between cool. the two I of you? we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, this, this was really great. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much. No problem. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, so before we get to our final thoughts, we do have a sponsor today. It's HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home home cook vets. Short on time. Sorry, I can't read. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there is no food waste. Delivers right to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free. Recyclable! We're saving the world and getting our foods. HelloFresh is now offering light autumn meals and has just introduced breakfast options. Hello, breakfast! That's the one meal that I usually skip, so this is actually... This is actually, this is going to come in handy. Also, this is less than $10 a meal, which I don't really know where you're going to get that kind of steal. Maybe in like, you know, Mexico, everything costs less. I think the dollar's more than the peso. I think it's definitely more actually now that I think about it. Um, But here in New York, $10 is like the standard for a meal. You want a piece of toast? 10 bucks. Here you go. So this is less than $10 a meal. So, you know, you're saving money as well. Um, uh, We've used HelloFresh and... It's just super easy. I mean, it, it comes in the box. Everything's pre-portioned. It's, it's the easiest thing in the world, and you got great food right there. You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. For thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code MWS30. Again, the promo code is MWS30. Thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh. So enjoy. Um. So anyway, <laughs> Greg, what? I'm, I'm, I'm forgiven. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. you like, apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, the apology came early too. Good job. You I'm know, proud of you. It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting that she said there was 200 different types of. Yeah, did not know that dwarfism. I did not know that. The, and the the way that she describes herself, how it's like a normal sized torso, and then just the arms and legs. Are different. Like I don't even know yeah. if I've seen that before. I usually like I I honestly haven't seen that many little people in my life. Like I've maybe seen mm-hmm. three. You yeah. Know? There's one that oh like there's one guy that is always in some bar in the neighborhood, and I always like see him there and. Whatever he's actually he's he's going to Joe's Garage a lot too. Really? See him there? Yeah. Maybe uh, that's the guy that asked if I want a picture of him because I was around here. That definitely had that definitely had to be him though. Because I feel like I've to. seen that guy more than once. Yeah, so that maybe. guy that guy's cool too. He he you know he owns it. He's not like you know whatever. He's, he's yeah. a cool dude. But well, I think that just fuels like the stereotypes and all that because it obviously is rare. She said one in ten thousand people. Uh, we live in a pretty big country. Last time I checked, so it's you know you're. It's not something that you're going to see all the time. But like I said to her, I mean, you know, we talked to so many people uh, and everyone's different, you know, obviously. But for her, you know, this is just not something that 
she can hide. Like there's some people we've spoken to that have told us, you know, I haven't really come out and told my family this or my boyfriend or, you know, gone public with this. And I'm just, I don't feel ready yet to reveal, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that thing is. But, you know, in her position, it's, you know, you, it's a reality that you kind of have to own. There's just, there's no masking it. There's no disguising it. Uh, And that can't be easy all the time because yeah, I think, you know, the average person is just like, a dick when they see a little person and <laughs> they or they just think yeah sex or, Espe- especially you know well that's like the easy thing to do like well it's just yeah it's so easy that's a good point right it's like it's it's like the easy like joke, joke to be like oh do, do, or like be a fucking idiot or whatever uh but i don't know i when people really think about it i think they they're, they're not I, I don't know it's I, I don't know what i'm saying right now honestly I'm just trying to like, I don't know why I'm trying to defend the majority of people and be like, you know, it's just like an easy joke to make. So that's why people do it. They, cause they'll do anything yeah. for like a laugh or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, I can definitely see how that's fucked up, you know? Mm. And it's easy because it's like, I'm not going to run into a lot of these people. So gotta like there's jump on the opportunity now uh, and it's kind of no, just like, no like, one's going to stand up and like, you know, really first of all, like, the dude Challenge that she's talking you. about that took a picture of her, like, what kind of piece of shit? Like, oh, God, I can, don't even get me started. I, I mean, no matter even, who No matter who you're like, was. dude, what's wrong with you, dude? Are you kidding? And you're in college. It's not like you're, like, in fucking sixth grade or something. Whoa. I don't know why I went that young. I'm something wrong with me here. But that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm glad she, I'm glad she cleared that up. So and you hear I, that, everyone? Sex is the same. Yeah. Just stop it. Just stop thinking. And like she said, she's like, like, there's other stuff that she could do that no one's going to do. Yeah. You know? Get crazy. Our loss. Get get wild. (laughs) She doesn't fuck around. That's what she said. She didn't say that, but that's what she was. (laughs) That's what she she said. She was dancing around that, that. you know? Uh, But yeah, that is all. Very informative. I like this. No, she was great. And uh, yeah, I'm glad everyone likes Peter Dinklage. Next time you're at a fucking bar and you see a little person there. Don't be an idiot and be like, I'm going to take a picture with this person because mm-hmm. they're just, they're little. Like, just th- before you do that, think about how fucking weird you are and just don't go smash your head against the wall or something. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, if you guys have a story or fetish or whatever, something interesting to share, go to oplshow.com slash contact. Send us an email. If it fits for the show, we'll reach out, schedule something, get you on a podcast. Uh, and also, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe Sanagato. And you can find me at Greg Dybeck and the show at OPL Show. And that is all. Thanks for listening.